ta 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 Dave isn't home because I failed to tell him about this podcast. Who is Dave? Dave. Dave Maggot. You know, the world famous Dave Maggot. No. Founder of Dave Maggot Industries. I was missing, I was gone here one week. Well, well, how long ago was the last podcast? Two weeks ago. We're going to pretend it was uh, last week. I'm gone one week and you replaced me. Well, the thing is, not everybody knows about this podcast. Only like, what, what, three people? Mm, Yeah, then us two and the other person that recorded it. Yeah, there's that one guy in Venezuela. Oh, I never uploaded it. Oh, well, you know, he was into the show. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, a little treat for you people coming up, too. In addition to this week's podcast, we're going to be updating the Lost Podcast, known as 5A, which features Dave Maggot. And it just instantly ends at one point when he's about to do a review about Evil Dead. So, eventually, you'll hear this movie review once we get Dave back in the podcast. I can sum up that movie review in, uh, actually, three, uh, four words. The fuck's Evil Dead? Uh, the greatest movie you have not seen yet. No, no, I actually haven't. It was amazing, and Dave's glowing review of it, where he gave a ten out of ten, was great. I've seen a movie with Sam, with uh, Sam Raimi made one year. Uh, I think it was in like the two thousands. Bruce Campbell was in it, playing a guy named Ash. Was that similar to it? Two thousands. Yeah, yeah. The last time a movie came out with those characters in that cast, you know, working on it was nineteen ninety four. Oh no, the second, the second I. I hit, like, puberty. Like, my life was just a blur. Oh, yeah. So, like, in 2006, your life became a blur? 2006? Yeah. I am 32, so yes. 2006, okay. Just make it short. Make (laughs) it short. So, anyways, yeah, we'll be up on that podcast. And here's the thing that you people do not realize right now, because this is audio. We are doing a... We're doing a car cast. It's called the CarCast. We are doing what could possibly have been the first ever mobile podcast where we actually be traveling, except for the fact we were just losers sitting in a car in a driveway because we had no other place to record this. Well, if we shake the car back and forth, it will be mobile because we won't be in one spot. Well, I could start the car and I could just back up and move forward about 16 times, about three feet, and we could feel like we're moving. That would be kind of boring. Yeah, it would be incredibly stupid. I might get car sick. Well... We gotta get down to the facts now, Mike. What's the facts? We've had a little bit of comedy this week, but it's comedy that's been needed in the fact of what has happened in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, specifically the city of Boston. Specifically, in the past week. my hometown. Your hometown, my hometown as well. I spent twenty years of my life there. Uh, the obviously the biggest thing we can obviously we're alluding to here is the attacks in Boston. Yes. Uh, by some just. Who knows who they might be associated with or related to. They could be individual people acting on their own. But fuck them. It's There's a lot of questions to be answered right now. And I'm actually glad that they captured the second guy alive. Because we can get try to get answers out of him. He might not say anything, but we can try. Well, I'm glad they said, when I saw the news report earlier that said he is in serious condition. I hope he gets better so they can get some answers. But as long as he wants to be in serious condition, screw him. Let him suffer for a little while. No, this is true. Because, uh, like we said, er- like I said earlier, God help him if he's not in solitary confinement when he goes uh, he, to jail. He will be. He will be. Um, so as you may know, obviously, I think everybody worldwide knows, especially in the wake of like what the London Marathon did today. Um, I don't even know what what did they do. The London Marathon. Someone held a banner up over over, over um, the uh, path of the marathon at one point and yeah. said, 
walk it, run it, but finish it for Boston. That's awesome. It is. I didn't. I didn't. I knew that was today. I didn't know what they did. Yeah. So. That's really cool. And there's a lot of people wearing the um, wearing the colors of the, this year's marathon. That that is actually really awesome. And um, there's been support like all over the country and all over the world for oh, us. Oh yeah. You see, like a, a Chicago was doing tons of stuff mm-hmm. like supporting us. And a player um, uh, uh, from the um, for the Phoenix Coyotes is from Melton. He actually wore um, um, the eight year old boy Martin Richards name on his jersey yesterday while he skated. That's really cool. Yeah. Dude, the, the support that we've gotten has been insane. It is. And it's, I mean, it's not, usually people hate Boston because, you know, oh, the Red Sox, uh, they win everything. And it's like, oh, the Celtics fucking 17 championships they, or whatever they got. And, uh, you know, the Bruins, they want to steal a cup way to hear about that crap. And the Patriots, man, everybody hates the Patriots. Everyone loves to hate the Boston teams, but the second this happened, people showed really that hatred was just because of, you know, they're a team you love to hate. But when it came down to it, they everyone showed their real true colors and showed it how much they hate us just because it's a sport, not because of the people. Yeah. I mean, even when they, they sang Sweet Caroline, which I... I, I, it's the hokiest fucking thing ever. It's so stupid. It really stu- is. I, it's so stupid that we're singing a Neil Diamond song and, and going into the eighth inning of a baseball game. I don't know who came up with this idea. Might have been a random idea. It was the dumbest thing ever. But in Yankee Stadium, they sang it going into the eighth inning. And, you know, it represents, it, it, in its own way, it represents yeah. Boston more than any other song. And, and like, I mean, even got Neil, even Neil Diamond even came in and sang it personally yesterday. Oh, at the Sox game. By the way, recording this on Sunday. So everything we're saying right now is on a Sunday. Yeah. It was actually, it was really nice to see him uh, be able to get there, especially for. A game that, I don't know, was he supposed to be there the no. other on Friday? No. He just, they postponed the game and he came. I, well, I, I don't know. I don't know if he was supposed to be there Friday. I think, I, I'm not sure, but I mean, he. Not sure of the, re, the full yeah. plans, but it was yeah. awesome that he came there. And normally on, to be honest, I really can't stand that song, but the fact that he did show up just to uh, sing it, because it is Boston's song. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, I it's just. <sighs> Well, as you may or may not know, there was two bombers who are, uh, you know, it doesn't matter where they're from, where they were born. What matters is that it happened, okay? And that's the thing that's driving me nuts, too. The no, well, second after it happened, it's like, oh, Islamic terrorist, oh, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter if these guys are Chechens. It doesn't matter if, the, if these guys are Islamist. It doesn't matter what the hell their color, religion, or anything was. What matters is that they were terrorists and they carried out this act. That is what matters, and it's like if it was two white guys named Sully and and you know like Bruno or something, you know an Italian and an Irish guy, like it would be the same reaction. But he could have been two Boston natives. What matters was is that yeah. hurt us. Yeah, and you know it's it's it it doesn't matter who did it. That's what it comes down. It doesn't matter who did it. But I mean, there's one thing that is kind of driving me nuts though. What? Like, okay, I understand. Like, okay, they captured them, Watertown. They were like, yay, we're safe, yay. But these people throwing parties now, and it's like that gotcha sign on the, uh, you know, electrical union sign. It's like, people, okay, the law enforcement captured him. You guys sat in your houses, okay? Like, Watertown is relieved that they're, you know, they were relieved that their town wasn't under siege anymore. They can go out of their houses and not worry about some crazy guy that possibly had a suicide vest running around their town. You know, they're stuck in the house for 24 hours. I understand their celebration, but, you know, if you're on, like, the Boston Common throwing a party, it's like, what did you do? 
What did you do? Like, if you were at the marathon, you would have, like, bombs go off. Ooh, I'm running out of here. A lot of the majority of people, like, wouldn't have done anything to help, you know? So I don't see why we're really celebrating this. Well, I don't know. There were, there were a lot of people in videos and pictures, a lot of people, as soon as those bombs went off, instead of running away, ran into the crowd. There was a lot of people that didn't run up, but there was a lot more people that just ran away. Ob- which uh, is the typical obviously. reaction. But, you know, everybody acts like... It's a lot of people. It's 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 something I hate to say. Is like kind of native to the Boston area. Everybody thinks they're a hero. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh yeah, my city's so great. Blah blah blah. It's like, what did you do? Well, um, um, I was at work on Monday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I went to work, and Friday, I went to work. Uh, except if I worked in Boston, and um, they probably told me to stay home. And um, I didn't really do much of anything. I watched it on the news, and then me and my boys opened up some brewskis once they uh, captured a guy at, like, 10 o'clock on Friday. That's pretty accurate. It's like, okay. But, man, we did it. We got the guy. No. 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 Unless your cousin's, like, on, like, the FBI, the ATF, which, by the way, I didn't even know the ATF still existed as, like, a sort of force of any kind. <laughs> Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Like, really? They have, like, a full force of people? I didn't know we were still enforcing this crap. Of course we are. I mean, I, I know we're enforcing it, but I didn't know there was a specific agency that is funded by the government. You want to talk about government waste? ATF. I know they helped out a lot this week, but come on, guys. You could just roll them into the FBI and, like, some other, like, federal marshals or something. This isn't 1920 anymore. Well, I mean, either way, we had four different organizations helping us. The yep. local police, the state police, the FBI, the fucking FBI. Actually, it was five. Five. When you got, five. It was Watertown Police, Boston Police Department, yeah. state police. Well, I was I was meaning, like, local police as, yeah. like, the local individual municipalities and, and police. The FBI and the, and the ATF. And, so, yeah, I mean, exactly. yeah, a total of five people in that one town that day. And can you, the fact that this all happened only a week ago, and we already have the people who did it. Yeah. That was pretty goddamn well, quick. I mean, it is pretty quick, but it's like, I was thinking, I was thinking around Wednesday, I'm like, should they I have think... a lead on this already, though? Well, honestly... I know they, they had a scour, a lot of video, it's a very crowded with, area, exactly. but... With how many people and how many videos, they have to, they had to see that they've had to have an entire team of dozens of people just to sit through video. But, but the odd thing was, though, is that once they came up with these images, I look at it and go, these guys are walking in open areas, there's no one around them as they're walking. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of areas that showed them walking, they were they could have just chosen those videos as the one to show them in, and there could have true. been plenty. I mean, because those videos gave the best view of them, so there. I'm but, sure there were plenty of other videos where they were in a huge crowd of people. You know what's an example of stupid criminals though? What they were they they outed themselves. Yeah, yeah, by by trying to rob a place. Well, they actually, on terms of saying who they were, they they never robbed the Seven Eleven. They went in there to get gas. And at the same time that the 7-Eleven was, 7-Eleven was robbed 10 minutes later while they were shooting that MIT cop. Rest why, in peace, by the way. Why is all the news saying, yeah, definitely. No, the, yeah. the news, uh, granted, the news can be wrong. The, I new, mean, the news is wrong. Point, they they were, were, at one point, they were reporting that they had a suspect and someone's been arrested when a little bit later the, the uh, state, the uh, head of the Boston police came out and said, 
Can you please check your facts before you announce yeah. anything? No, they they um they had surveillance footage. What it was it was an example of people just jumping to report stuff, which is in the internet age happens a lot more than it used to. Well, but either way, these guys said to the guy to the Seven Eleven clerck that they were the bombers. Oh no, they didn't say it to the Seven Eleven clerk. They Who said they say the to? person they carjacked. Oh, okay. I didn't. They, I didn't know they the whole left. Story. They they left their houses. They went to Seven Eleven to buy supplies, and then they went off after they left the Seven Eleven. And then they shot the MIT cop who was responding to a call, which was, I believe, them trying to carjack a car. They, or, but now here's the or, thing. Or, granted, and there's also a report that he just walked up to him while he was sitting there and shot him, too. But granted, though, we had images of these two before they announced who they were as suspects. Yeah. If, how, I want to know how stupid they had to be. If you just, if after this bombing, if they just left the area... That's exactly what I mean. If they, they just could have left never the area, they would have never been caught. We wouldn't have known who the hell they are. But no, they stayed around. There was reports that I'm missing glad, Brown I mean, University student was suspect number one. Everybody started looking for him again. I would have taken if I'm a if I'm a smart criminal, which I'm not. I'm not a criminal, but I am smart. I would say, okay, they think it might be this guy. Me and you, we get out of here right now. Quietly. All right. Well, instead of talking about the uh, the bombers themselves, let's talk about their goddamn family and how absolutely asinine they were. And the only smart person in that family was the uncle. Was the uncle. The uncle. Where? All right. Let's get the uncle out of the way first. I mean, most of the state must feel bad for this guy because even he was saying they were ashamed of the family and just turn yourself in. But you know, here's the irony of what the rest of the world thinks about the United States as well. Okay, the uncle was living in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. The father's back in Russia. And the aunt was living in Canada. Now, you know how, like, we report things a certain way about what goes on here, and we report things a certain way about the rest of the world. Obviously, you think about it, in Russia, it's probably like, the United States is stupid. Ha, 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 ha. Let's laugh at them all the time. So, if you think, as soon as your kids are pointing out, the first instinct of any parent, obviously, is going to be, it's not my kid. It's denial, obviously. Yeah. I mean, the aunt was saying, you know, I don't believe that it's them, but it, yeah. look at the and father. It, the father. Well, turn yourselves in. You have so much potential. My son is an angel. Well, I mean, well, I'm sure his son was an angel at some point in his life. At some point, but... They're wanted as suspects, and by this point, when they, I think they were talking to him, they'd already thrown bombs at police. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the way I, and I'm going to probably get attacked by this one by some of you listeners who are probably just right-wing nutcases and just think, like, you know, you're God anyways, but what I think it's one of those cases where the older brother had some ideas, he was, like, very radical in his ideas, he had developed these over a while, he decided he was going to do something, and he got his brother to go along with it. And I'm not saying his the younger one is innocent. Obviously, he was shooting at police. He was throwing grenades at police. He bombed, helped set up a bomb that but you're wondering, killed three uh, people. You're wondering how much influence the older brother but had over the younger. I'm very sure that the older brother had a lot of influence over him. He's 19 years old. I remember how I was when I was 19 years old. I was fucking stupid. Well, I mean... It- Obviously, I'm going to assume one of them had uh, some influence over the other. It, it still it could have even been the other way around. Though. Yeah, I, I don't think it was the other way around. No, I, I mean, I, I'm just all like, signs point to it, you know? Yeah, I'm just looking at all possibilities here, but one of them probably was more fanatical than the other, I'm, or at I'm least gonna, had some I'm going to say it's the older one, because if the older one, it got to the point where, like, he had a suicide vest strapped to him and decides that if I'm going down, I'm taking these people out with me, and the other one goes... Oh, you got shot. I'm going to run over your body, and then I'm going to just dump the car and go take off and hide in a boat for 12 hours. Yeah. 
Obviously, I'm going to say the younger one was probably the one that was led along more than the older one. You know, normally I'd be like uh, fighting with you and disagreeing with you just for like, you know, make for good conversation here. But there's really nothing I can, no joke I could ever possibly make, nothing I could ever say that would be justified because this was just wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's probably one of the few things me and you actually agree on. I mean, and also, too, the fact that he was brought out of the boat. Like, they brought a negotiator, and the negotiator got him out of the boat within 20 minutes after I'm glad they were actually able Obviously, to talk him out of there. Obviously, if you can get a negotiator can get you out of a boat after you've done this, and your choices are you're probably going to jail, or you're probably going to die, or you're probably going to die after being in jail for a while. I'm hoping that he knew how fucked he was, not just from all the cops that were around him, but... Uh, just have, like just being injured. Well, I'm, I'm well. I was, I was thinking too. It's just like the fact that if a negotiator could talk you out of that that quickly after you've had the balls to do something like this, that obviously you're impressionable enough, anyways. And they probably knew that, and that's why why they sent it in a negotiator. I would have done as soon as they found him in the boat. I would have done that in the first place. Send the frigging negotiator in because if he. Well, I mean, they might not have had him there. I, yeah, this is true. Well, I mean, I'm sure that I know. I was thinking, and the two, the few people I was with at the time, we were all thinking. I hope to God this guy doesn't have any bombs in there or several bombs already made up. Because if, if someone approached me, he could have blown the entire neighborhood down. He could have, but I think he was too afraid to do oh, it. Oh, God, yeah. He was too afraid to like even carry out any actions at that point. I'm actually kind of happy that it was the police that got him. Because if the guy who knows the blood on the boat... If he decided to call his friends instead of calling the cops, <laughs> yeah. we would have never gotten answers because the only thing would have been the only thing that would have been left this guy would not be recognizable as a human shape. You know, and that's the thing that kind of aggravates me about the attitude of some people in this area. They want to take the law into their own hands for any reason other than the you know general mob outrage, rather than just to do the smart thing. But this person, they they did the smart thing. Actually, what 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 I heard happen was the person went out there. He finally was able to go out of his house after the day and noticed that there was a ladder going up into his boat. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't left that boat out there. And, and, the, and his shed was open. So apparently he had been hiding in the shed. According to one story, this could be wrong, he'd been hiding in the shed and then like went into the boat or whatever or well, got the I, ladder out of the shed. Well, I mean, I don't know how true it is, but I kept hearing all day, uh, part of the day, of people's stories saying that when I left my house, I know I closed my door and I know I shut this light off. But when I got here, the light and the door were open and yeah. on. So, I mean, if a lot of these stories are true, this guy was going in and out of houses just looking for a place to hide. I mean, he could have been. But there's the person that ended up finding him, like, went up and, like, he climbed the ladder, looked inside. It was a hole in the tarp when he got up there. He looked inside and he was just sitting there and then he went, oh, fuck this, and ran back into his house and called the police. Yeah, thank God he actually called the cops instead yeah. of trying to deal with this on his own. Because, I mean, that could have, dealing with it on his own or with a, a group of people, I mean, that could have gotten him killed. Well, it could have damaged his boat, too. I know. We've managed to squeeze a joke in. We did it. <laughs> we found a place to put a joke in. <laughs> we we try to make, isn't it a little too soon? What was the South Park rule? It has to be how many years? 23 years or something? We can make a joke about the boat and the guy being bleeding out of the boat. Yeah. Yeah, we can, we can allow that one. Okay, we can let that one go. Yeah. But no more jokes. This is not funny. Well, we're not making jokes about the terrorists. We're making jokes about Boston no. Bob mentality. <laughs> uh, just thank you God. You can always joke him. about that. <laughs> just thank God it was the cops who got him. So now we can, so hopefully we and got him alive so we can try to get, try to get some answers. Whether we get them or not, who knows, but hopefully we do. 
Yeah, you know, you know what the, you know what the, what the, uh, what they say about uh, getting into a bar fight in Boston. What? It's always five on one. <laughs> yeah, it is. I've been in a few fights. <laughs> you versus him and his four friends. So, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, bar fight in Boston. Yeah, there's always at least five people involved. So in, in this case, though, it was more like two on two million. Oh man. Yeah, the amount of people that wanted this man dead. And actually, earlier today, this morning, I had to drive up on the street parallel to where the bombing took place. And it was a surreal sight to see. Like, you know, the street's still blocked off. Dozens of cops, news vans. Uh, The street itself is still a mess. They really haven't done a lot to clean up the area because they're still going through everything piece by piece. So, I mean, the cleanup uh, itself, not ju- I, I don't mean, like, the blood or anything. I just mean, like, the yeah. debris. It's still taking a while to clean up. It's still not totally done. Uh, for good reason. Like I said, they're going through everything piece by piece. But it was still just a, a terrible sight to see driving by it. <sighs> yeah, it is. At least they caught him, and hopefully it's over with and there was no one else involved that can try to pull yeah. something else off. But, um, I mean, you know, people were like, when, like, oh, let's get this fucker, let's kill him, drag him out, shoot him in the middle of Boylston Street, blah, 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 blah. Once again, Boston mob mentality. You don't want that to happen. You know why you don't want that to happen? You don't want a martyr. Exactly. You don't want a martyr. You don't want someone, you don't want, like, a Lebanese immigrant who's sitting in East Cambridge right now um, sitting in his house, like, maybe a little pissed off about what goes on in the Middle East on a daily basis, seeing two guys that, like, you know, uh, were making a statement with their horrible, evil actions and, like, you know, they're immigrants and what it comes down to, what I, I hate to say what, what it comes down to is that, like, they, they probably want, they would probably, the majority of people in Boston probably would be a little less outraged and probably maybe confused if it was Sully and Bruno. Or, you know, like, you know, Jimmy Donovan and, you know, um, P.D. O'Connell who did it. Mm. You know, there would be, there would be a little less outrage. It's, it's a lot easier. It's the old wrestling heel mentality. You know, it's, it's easier to hate the Khrushchevs and the Iron Cheek than it is to hate Hacksaw Jim Duggan. (laughs) Exactly. And, and, you know, these people are like, oh, geez, oh, they came here, they're immigrants, blah, blah, blah. You know, we should not let the immigrants in, blah, 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 blah. When, like, most of the terrorist acts that have happened in recent years have been, like, for the most part, um, I mean, most of them that have happened, like, most domestic ones are, um, they were done by Americans. Timothy McVeigh was an American. The um, shut up. The um, friggin' um, Columbine shooters were American. James Holmes was an American. All right, so how many? These are American Christians too of different denominations. So religion, in in you know national origin, don't really matter. All right, so how much you want to bet? Uh, in very soon, Boston's longest mayor in history is going to be stepping down. Boston chief of police. How much you want to bet? He throws his hat in and wins by a landslide. If he chose to run right now because it's so soon after, he would win this thing. All right, here I am going political on you. Uh-huh. You notice how, like, you didn't hear anything about the Suffolk Sheriff's Department, like, looking for anything. I mean, yes, okay, they run a jail, but there is enough manpower that they could probably put a few people on the streets or mm-hmm. anything. At the press conference, they finally captured a guy. Dan Connolly comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Where, where have you been? 
He's like, oh, I've been working with uh, Ed Davis and Carmen Ortiz and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there watching the press conference. I keep saying the whole time. I'm just overdubbing him while I'm watching it. It's like, hey, we've been working really hard, and I'm running for mayor in September. And and uh, we captured a guy. We put all our efforts together. And I want you to remember that in September when I'm running for mayor. Like, I was just overdubbing everything he was saying. Like, you've come out of nowhere, and we know you're running a campaign. Anybody that was running for an office should have just been, like, keeping, them, keeping their mouth shut on Friday night. Just, like, just go, go. Let everybody else talk. No, the second he was, uh, a lot of political people jumped up to say some words of kindness just to make themselves look good for their yeah. upcoming elections. Yeah. But, yeah, Boston Chief of Police throws his net head in. He's winning by a landslide. I, he is one of the probably the most loved person in Boston right now because he took like he just took command. Yeah, but have you seen him though? I don't think he fits inside of City Hall. <laughs> He's pretty big. No, he took command, and the second he was on cam, every time he was on camera giving an update, I guarantee everything he was saying for some reason just felt calming. Usually I thought he, I'm like, usually I'm like, wow, he's so monotone and boring. It's like, I would not want to try to have a conversation with this guy. Monotone and boring is what we needed throughout this. Exactly. State the facts. Don't be colorful. Get off the microphone. That's exactly what he Let did. Let you know what we're doing and what, letting everyone know that they can, that they should try to feel safe. He still, he still looks like a white version of the Incredible Hulk though. Yeah, he really does. Um, but I mean, like, I mean, that's exactly, you know, I mean, that's what needed to be done. Like. And it was funny. It was reading reports of other pe- what other people in the other part of con- other parts of the country thought. Like, you know, I'm going to throw out some red states: Texas, anywhere in the Midwest, mm-hmm. Florida. Oh, your civil liberties are being trumped up in Boston while they look for one guy. You're all being the police states got you locked in your houses. Aren't you outraged? No, no, no. We want to stay off the streets and like have them go out and look for this guy. The police, FBI, and ATF were trying to catch a man who wants to kill us. You know, like, the police... And it wasn't like... It wasn't in, It wasn't like, you know, like... Oh, if, I, if you go walking down the street in Watertown, you're going to get arrested. Now, if you want to walk down the street in Watertown, they'd probably be like, Can you just go back to your house? If it was a guy Can with... you just stay out of the way? But, like, you know, like, nobody was required to stay in their house in Boston. No one was required to. It was a shelter-in-place order. Please stay in your house. I didn't stay indoors. I went to work. Well, you went to work also in Quincy, too. So yeah, it was like you got over. the fuck out of there, you know? Yeah, I mean, I work in the next city over from Boston. I'm sure if, was was, if the shelter-in-place order... Well, the thing is, some people had already... Before they put the shelter-in-place order for the city of Boston, some people were already in work. Mm-hmm. So you get to work, and it's like, hey, you're here. You're stuck here. I mean, honestly, if they actually made the order... To stay in place. A lot of people still would have anyways, and I don't think they would have complained about it. No. Just for the fact that it's a hell of a lot easier to search for somebody when you're not searching through a crowd. Well, I mean, if it was a guy with... I hate to say this in this way. If it was a guy with, say, a gun, it's going to be a little bit different than a guy who's known to blow people up. Yeah. And, you know, how do you know that, like, oh, if you're walking down Mount Armand Street in Watertown, you're waiting for a bus, and there's people going in and out of stores, getting coffee, breakfast, maybe their morning cigarettes or newspaper, that somebody's not going to come running out of nowhere out from between a bunch of houses and go, boom, blow you up. Like, I would stay in the house anyways just because I didn't want to get blown up. And especially, they, he didn't, it's going to make less sense for this guy to go after individual people than if he went after a huge crowd. Yes, also, too, I mean... 
Boston hey. is a fairly big city that I, always has big crowds in the main section. Honestly, when I was hearing people from other parts of the country complaining about this, I really wanted to be like, hey, listen, like California, like New York, Florida, Midwest, Northwest, whatever. Don't bitch about what's going on because it's not your fucking problem right now. It's our problem. And if we don't have a problem with it, with the attitude that people have in this area, if we have a problem with something, we don't go along with it. And if we agree that it's the best thing to do, we do it. Yeah, because we knew that these police were trying to protect us. If someone tells me to stay in my fucking house all day until they possibly find someone and they left an order... I'm staying in a fucking house. I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, my civil liberties are being tri- trumped on. I can't go to Dunkin' Donuts and get a coffee. Oh, I guarantee these same people, if the uh, their city made the announcement, there's someone out there right now who is armed, dangerous, and trying to kill you. We suggest you stay indoors. They're probably going to stay indoors, too. Oh, well, I'm sure, like, somebody's... It, it, they probably would, but, you know, these dumb dim bulbs are going to sit there and go, oh, man, I would go grab my gun... And I would go out, and I would, I would go out there and hunt for him myself. Yeah, well, you'd end up getting fucking thrown in jail. And you'd be bitching about your civil liberties then, because, like, they'd be like, get the fuck out of the way, you're interfering. You have a gun. You're not wearing a uniform. You don't have a badge. How do we know you're not one of these idiots, too? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just, uh, different attitudes in different part of the country is just annoying me in some regards sometimes. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's one of the ways... It's like, I mean, shut up. Florida, shut up. Texas, shut up. Other place, Louisiana, shut up. It's like... Well, people, uh, politicians outside this area are already trying to use this for their own political gain. Yeah, you know... Oh, you know, if... if, You know, actually, you know what probably would have kept this bombing from happening? If we gave the runners guns and they were all running around with Glocks in their hands, you know? That would have kept this bombing from... No, it wouldn't have. No, it wouldn't have. Nobody knew those bombs were being dropped. You could have had everybody staying on the sidelines. You could have had the eight-year-old kid holding an AK-47, and this bombing still would have happened just for the simple fact that they walked by, dropped these backpacks, and kept walking, and people were watching runners cross the finish line and cheering for them and did not know this was happening. Mm-hmm. Any stupid excuses. Has the NRA, NRA opened their mouths yet? Because, like, I'm pretty sure if the NRA opens their mouths and say that, uh, oh, we should have more armed citizens on the road, I'm pretty much going to take that fucking asshole that's president of the NRA, point a gun next to his head for four hours and say, you don't know if I'm going to pull this trigger or not. Do you really think I should have a gun in my hand? Because according to his beliefs, whether I'm mentally imbalanced or I'm an asshole, I should still be able to own a gun. I don't think you should be able to own a gun. I know you. I should not be able to own a gun whatsoever. <laughs> I've known you for how long? I don't, you should not have a gun. No, I no. I'm one of the last people. I, first of all, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do with it. Second of all, if it had any power to it whatsoever, I would probably knock myself over. Yeah, I can see myself looking at the uh, looking at the barrel. Oh, what's this do? Yeah, I can see myself. Uh, you know what? I'm, fuck you! I'm taking you out. Uh, safety's on. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, that would be me. That would that would entirely be me, you know. Like I'm, Christ. <laughs> oh man. You know, it's like, it, it's funny how like they always like, well, it's your right to own a gun. It's your right to own a gun. It's funny how like the way like the Constitution has been interpreted. And here we go back to gun rights again, which is the original idea behind why I wanted to start this podcast. Mm-hmm. Is that people go, well, it's my right. It says in the Constitution 
that I can own a gun. It says I have the right to bear arms. Yeah, you have the right to bear arms. You don't have the right to fire your weapon every time you deem it necessary. You can just walk you, down the street with an AK. You don't have the right to own an arsenal. You you don't have the right to like have every kind of weapon you possibly could to use for whatever purpose you deem necessary. Well, there's a difference between gun collecting and gun stockpiling. Yeah, and also too, it's like you know the second con- the second amendment of the Constitution says you have the right to bear arms. And I, does that mean for a militia as well? Or something? Yes, basically, it's like yeah, you have the right to bear arms. You have the right to have like a building somewhere where you store your weapons. And if your government is completely unjust. You, you, you know, right and oppressive, you have the right to protect yourself from an army marching into your house. You, you don't have the right to, to sit there and go, get off my lawn and blow somebody's head off because they put their foot in your grass. Yeah, well, at this point, with how protective people are of that right, if they did try to explain the definition further, people might actually do that. Well, yeah, that's, that's what it seems like I, I it's think coming it's, down to at some point. The government at the moment is almost afraid to actually define what it is. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, it, well, the thing is, too, if you're going to say that that's, that the Second Amendment is very clear, and this is why it probably eventually just needs to get to the Supreme Court, just mm-hmm. to have it cleared out. If the Second Amendment says that I can own any sort of weapon in my house, and it is okay for me to do that, no matter, like, what kind of weapon this may be, I can have guns in my house no matter what, then please tell me that why in the First Amendment it is... I mean, freedom of speech. Yet, if I say something like, I'm going to harm an official, it's considered a threat. Now, wouldn't the First Amendment come into the fact that I can say any stupid thing I want and I shouldn't be persecuted or for it or, you know, brought into court or arrested? You sound like you're in favor of gun control. I'm in favor of... Not gun banning. I just mean I'm gun control. I'm in favor control. of gun control, yes. You, okay, what, what, what drives me insane... You need to be a certain age to have a license to operate a motor vehicle. You need to abide by certain laws to operate your motor vehicle. Yet the gun lobbyists say that no matter what, you should have a gun. They, they, you know what? You know what is disgusting? In the middle of last week, it, because these guys didn't start shooting a crowd, it kind of just blew over. They had homemade bombs. If they had started shooting a crowd, maybe the vote for for gun background checks would have been a little different, but I think it's ridiculous that in some states I can walk in to a gun show. Okay, like you got you got like a beer show. You can sell beers. Okay, you've I got a, a comic book show. The gun shows. Not all of them, depending it depends on the state. Uh. Some states, no. Some states you just need to show a license showing that you're of a certain age and you can buy any damn weapon you want. And a lot of these shows too, like it's there's, there's no consequences, even if there are laws, no major consequences if you do do it. Mm. You know, like, it's common sense. If a guy walks in, he's got, like, Folsom Prison jumpsuit on, you probably shouldn't sell him a gun. <laughs> but these gun shows, like, when it comes down to it, dude, if, you have a, if you're running a business where you want to make money, do you give a shit who is, is giving you their money in exchange for goods? Uh, usually. You really don't give a shit. So if some guy walks in, Charles Manson, you know, look-alike, walks into a gun show, he's got the swastika tattoo on his head, and he's all frazzled-looking, looking like, you know, hey, I'm a guy that inspired people to kill a bunch of other people. I've got $300. Can I buy this um, semi-automatic rifle? 
Okay, yeah, sure, here you go, pal. Do you have a... You can stand there. You can stand there and go, um, do you have a criminal record? No. Okay, then. Well, I have... I don't have to check and make sure that you're telling the truth, so I believe you. Here's your gun. Three days later, he goes and shoots 20 people with it. It's like, oh, jeez, I can't sleep at night now. Oh, wait, never mind. I made $10,000 at a gun show. I can still sleep. I mean, I have no problem taking away that everyone obviously should be background checked and you should not be allowed to just sell someone a gun. I mean, what, what's wrong but, with checks? What have you got to hide? Exactly. And they should also limit what kind of guns you can get. That's the kind of gun control I'm in favor of, the background checks and the kind of gun. You know what's absolutely disgusting? In the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, if I want to go into my daughter's school and read a Dr. Seuss book, I need to fill out a form for a quarry check before I can go and sit in that classroom. Yet in some states, I can walk into a gun show and buy a gun with less checks done on me than if I was to read a book. Yeah. That is not right. Mm-mm. That is not right. I don't think, I don't want to take guns out of people's houses. I understand there's some reason people, there are reasons people have guns in their houses. I understand if you live in an area where you do not even have a local police department, you've got one guy that's dressed like Barney Fife with a deputy badge on who's actually the town drunk, and you've got to rely on your county police, which cover like a 3,000 mile square area of three incorporated towns and 15 unincorporated, you know, populated areas, I understand why you have guns in your house, because you do not know when some gang is going to come rolling in, and you can't call the local police and say, someone's breaking into my house, and they're trying to rape my whole family. You know, you want to whip out your gun in that case and just go, get the fuck off my lawn. I'm going to shoot you in the head if you do not get off my lawn. You know, like, because the local, whoever the local law enforcement officer is, it's going to take a half hour to get to your house. By that time, you're dead. Your family's raped. You're dead. I understand that. I understand your reasons for having weapons in your home. Right now, we're sitting in a car in Braintree, Massachusetts. I could probably take a Nerf gun, stand on my roof, and launch it onto three of the houses around me. The local police department is three minutes away. I am right near a highway where there is a police state police barracks 10 minutes away by highway in one direction and 12 minutes away in another direction. If some major shit's going down in my neighborhood, we could have about 35 uniformed officials here within five minutes. I totally don't think I need to have a stockpile of weapons in my house. I don't need two automatic rifles and three pistols and like anything else too. I mean... you know, I we don't need that here. I understand some areas people do need that, but, you know, like... I always thought guns should be kind of like cars. If you want to get a license, you got to prove you can handle it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You should be like, you know, you should be able to show it. Like, you can't just, like, if I decide I'm a first-time gun buyer and I go to a gun show and I'm going to buy a couple of rifles and keep them in my house, I should be able to prove that I know how to use them. Yeah, how about every time you go, uh, you have to actually go to the police station to put in the application... And they take you out to their, like, practicing range, like, in the basement or something. Yeah, most police stations do have, like, a practice range in their building. So, yeah, they should do that. You know, you got to prove you can actually handle a gun. Take a test. Here's your test. Fire five shots. And, you know. Let's see where you land on the target. 
A license for a rifle, a license for a handgun, a license for a... I would, I would just make it one license overall for firearms. No, well, I mean, because some people want to have different kinds of guns, though. Yeah, I, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. I think, I actually think that's kind of like, that's kind of, that's kind of overdoing it. I mean, they have licenses for wanting to be able to drive different kinds of cars. Yeah, well, I'm, well, I mean, I mean, I can see the difference between driving a, a 18-wheel tractor trailer and driving a, a Cooper, you know, a Mini Cooper or something. Well, having a, uh, a, a a handgun is far different than having a rifle. Well, this, this is true. But, I mean, that's the thing that drives me nuts, too. It's like, okay, you have a gun. You got, like, a, a Smith & Wesson, a Glock, you know, like, you know, thirty eight caliber, something in your house. Like, you can you can conceal it. You can pull this out of your back pocket and put it in someone's face and go, don't fuck with me. I have a gun. You've got three knives, three of you have knives. I've got three bullets. I can pop all these in your head. You don't screw with me. But it's like, I mean, that I have no problem with. I honestly think that if you think you feel it necessary, that your household should have a, you should have a handgun. I think a person, a person feels it necessary and they can handle it, they should have a handgun. I know a man who works for Border Patrol. Mm-hmm. He used to be, I believe he used to be in the Coast Guard. And he has a, he has a, what I thought for years was a fanny pack. And I was like, oh, this is funny. He's got a fanny pack. He's got a ponytail Carries fanny a gun pack. in there. It's his gun pouch. <laughs> it's his fucking gun pouch. He, I go, I'm like, what have you got in there anyways? He goes, oh, it's my gun pouch. Zip. Boom. Here's my revolver. I'm like, whoa, okay, dude. All right, okay. No one's fucking with you. And he's got his reasons for doing that. One of his friends was attacked by five guys. He got the shit beaten out of him and almost killed. So after that, he decided he was going to carry a gun on him at all times. I don't blame him. I don't have any problems with that. What I got a problem with is when you've got, like, you know, the door next to your house has five, you know, scoped rifles on it with, you know, muffle barrels, and um, you're ready to ready to break those out anytime for your five family members in case your your um, land is being infringed on. I Those are the people I kind of worry about. Well, I've, I've used the excuse before, and I've said to you, and the same reason why I think they should limit the kind of guns you can get, I should not be able to go buy a minigun. Uh, yeah, you know, that's that's another thing, too. I, he should not be... No, that's 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 army material. That, But there are... You can get one. Uh, it, well, well, remember that? What was it? Um, there's only I think there's only like two different models you can get, but it can still get a minigun. After After Newtown, it was one city had um you know a weapon buyback program. We'll give you some money if you bring in your weapons. And someone brought in a goddamn rocket launcher. They brought in a fucking rocket launcher. Where do you get a rocket launcher? Why do you have a rocket launcher? Can we? Why was that not shown to the the House and the Senate when they made this vote on background checks and said? Somebody dropped off a rocket launcher. It wasn't operational, but it was a fucking shoulder rocket launcher. You see these pictures of these fucking guys, these Taliban soldiers with their long garb on and their beards, and they're sitting on a fucking mountain holding these things on their shoulders. And you know, someone had one in their fucking house. I wish I could have been the uh, working in the place that day when everyone's bringing in their guns and rifles and this guy walks in with a, a rocket fucking launcher. rocket launcher. This is why we need background checks. Someone's selling rocket launchers. Well, me, if you use that excuse, what's to stop me from... Buying a tank and bringing it down the street. It's got a gun in it. 
You don't need a fucking tank. Yo, this is this is the thing that drives me nuts. Someone really thinks they should have a fucking tank no and a fucking building in the background. Needs a, a minigun. You can buy You don't one. need a minigun. You don't need a rocket launcher. You don't need a tank. You don't need these things. But it's oh, the Second Amendment says I can have a tank. Second Amendment says I can have a minigun. It also says you can have an assault rifle. You know, I it, 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 person it, does not need an assault rifle. If you're protecting your house, how, how long is it going to take you to set up the fucking the minigun? It's not practical. These things aren't well, practical. And, well, you know, it depends. While they're prowling around downstairs, you're getting it set up. You're getting uh, the motor going. By the time you get down there, you know, you're up and running. Oh, yeah. You're out. You destroy half your house while you're destroy firing. You destroy half your house. This could be body parts all over the place, too. You're going to need to call in a fucking company to clean up your friggin' house with all the body parts strewn above the place. person who owns that is not someone who's trying to protect their house. They're someone who's uh, trying to protect their house and cause serious damage. So, well... This leads to the other thing. The people that say they, you know, some of the people that say they, they need they need a semi-automatic rifle. It's because they're hunters. I need it for hunting. You need it for hunting. You're hunting animals with something that shoots, shoots off a three-round burst. Give them a bow and arrow. Are, are you fucking get, dude, I've watched, I've watched shows with these guys that are like in Alaska. That are out hunting moose. And they've got the fucking Civil War rifles in their hands. Like, you know, here's the little pole thing. Boom. Boom. Okay. Oh, I got him right in the head. One shot. That's what I'm saying. I'm fine with like a rifle. You know, you it's know, for hunting. It's like. But there's there's got to be a limit on the kind of weapons you if can you, own. If you need something that shoots off like a three-round burst every time you pull the trigger and you're going to pull that thing five times in five minutes, you're a pussy. You're a pussy. You you're not have, a real hunter. You're a pussy. Means you don't know how to aim, so you need as you, much. You're gonna tell me, possible. oh, I'm manly because I hunt with what an AR-38 or whatever the fuck these things are called. P90. P- fucking go out there and friggin' go friggin' a fucking bow and arrow. There, there's a real challenge. That's manly. I'm on a crossbow. Take on a fucking fucking uh, coyote with a with a hunting knife. That's manly. Walking up to a fucking fox with something that goes and taking out the fox in the backyard is no, no, you're not getting anything out of it. What <laughs> is your penis small? Did you get beat up in school? Oh, that's why I bought a minigun. You know, like, yeah, because you're small and got beat up in school, so you need a minigun to make okay. up for your, and your small penis, too. You know? I, I was mistreated in school, so I need a rocket launcher. Your parents didn't love you enough. You needed a fucking minigun. I, I only got hugged once instead of twice. Oh, my God. My dad used to beat me with a fucking belt. I need an AK-47. I need five of them in my fucking house. God. My mother scolded me one day. You know, so I bought a sniper rifle. The fucking logic's ridiculous. The same kind of logic that goes along to this is the same kind of logic that allows people that are members of the Westboro Baptist Church to think that oh, anything they're God. saying is fucking okay. God, why can't someone take a rocket launcher to them? I should, shouldn't should say that. Oh, no, you they, can say that one. That's perfectly fine. You no, know, they're still human lives. I mean, I, I hope they go to hell, but I'm not going to say kill them. You know, I, in their case, I don't know. I don't know. I don't... They just <sighs> like to find reasons to protest. Yeah, I loved when they were like, we're going to protest the, the funerals and busts. I'm like, do you have a death wish? Hmm? 
They allowed immorality. They allowed homosexuals to marry. God, this was God's wrath. God sent the bomber. Well, they're fucking Islamic, so yeah, because we allowed gay marriage. That's that's the good reason. Why. Yeah, it's like I, I'd love to see you show up. This is gonna be one of those ones. Like you guys, five of you showed up at Newtown, and you managed to walk away. You won't be walking away from a funeral. Do, fucking Dorchester. That eight-year-old kid was in Dorchester. Okay. Mm-hmm. Angry, pissed off people from Dorchester, okay? There could be some violent people in Dorchester. The only friggin' thing that could have been, could be worse for these people to show up at is a fucking Charlestown funeral. Yeah, big, oh, here's my God hates facts. Oh, sorry, I stabbed you. I was I was making bread and I came running out of my house. And I was gonna, I was gonna cut the loaf, and I got very confused. I needed to go grab some milk, and I ran out of the door of my house with my knife in my hand. You happened to be in the way. Sorry, pal. Welcome to Charlestown. I mean, you know, it's. Well, I mean, imagine if they showed up <laughs> in Roxbury. <laughs> <laughs> they would have been killed in a second. They wouldn't oh, have had no a chance shit. to get close. No shit. <laughs> They would not have had a chance to get close anywhere near it. The the worst street gang that has the worst friggin' initiation mentality of killing innocent people would have came around the corner, looked at them, and just went, pop, pop. Nodded their heads at everybody else, and then disappeared. And I don't think anybody would have really raised a finger in that case. No one would have cared at all. You know, I'm not the biggest person of advocating violence, but... There's just some things you don't do because it's not going to be me doing it. It's going to be somebody else. And I'm probably not going to stop Care. them. No, why should you? I'm probably just going to stand there and look and go. Why should okay. you care? Let them, yeah. That was interesting. Somebody's going to like just... Somebody fix that problem really quick. West Barrow Baptist People Church. Somebody's going to do it someday. Somebody bombed their, their church once apparently already. And it was like... They just got worse after that. Oh, I know. The problem is too. It's like they're not even. They what they they need their um they need their taxes exemptions strapped. They're running a. It's it's a basically their huge lawyer's office that is um running on the guise of a church. Everybody in the family is a lawyer. Literally, everybody in that family, almost everybody in that family is a lawyer. They're just horrible people. And they use like every time they get brought in for hate speech or everything, they use every loophole they can. It also doesn't help the fact of where they're located as well. So everybody's gonna go, Ryan, we wanna protect your rights and half the cowards in the area that let them walk around and do this stuff too. Share the same mentality. Yeah, I'm looking at you people out there. It's about time maybe you stepped up and did something about these assholes that live in your area, okay? Stop sitting there and turning a blind eye. The fact that people in your area are supporting these people and giving them money is not helping. <laughs> Do something about it. Don't just sit there and go about your daily lives. We're the ones suffering because of your inactivity. Open your goddamn mouths and do something. I'm sick of this crap. If this was going on in Boston, somebody would have done something about it already. It wouldn't be going on. Exactly. Damn, this is probably the best podcast we've done in a while, and I'm the most motivated I've been in a while. I, know, got, I think I've said maybe four words in this. I, you know, it's I've <laughs> I, I just there's some shit I need to get off my chest. Hey, it's understandable. You know, it, was, it was a rough week. It's this some crap. It was for a rough, not necessarily for us, but for our city, for I'm, our home. I'm just sick of this shit happening all the time. This shit happens, and it's like. 
we're just we're reacting to it. We're not we're not being proactive or reacting, and it's, it's pissing me off. And it's like it's a problem with the internet age too. Is that it's so much easier for someone to run their mouths about something every time something happens and give their own give their own agenda, and you get all these talking heads to pop up, and they think they know everything. And it's God. I think about. It. I've actually, um, you know, the UFC fighter Chael Sonnen. Mm-hmm. I was just started reading this book, and he has one chapter about the news. Where he goes, you know, when I was growing up, I watched the news. Like, you know, basically it was the news. It was They would report the things that were going on in the world today. And it was also, actually, it was a chapter where he was talking about his bullshit detector, too. Because <laughs> um, he was, like, you know, watching, like, in, he got sick of watching the news. So he would watch a nature program, and halfway through it would be like, and because of what you're doing, this poor innocent silly you've been watching for the last 15 minutes is going to die in the next week. Nice. Which would set the bullshit detector off. Uh-huh. And every time he watches the news, the bullshit detector goes off. <laughs> he used to watch the news, and it was just one person. You know, two, one or two people giving you the news. And then you'd have one person give you the sports and one give you the weather. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Now you watch the news, and it's like they've got a roundtable discussion of people. And then you got they bring in an expert on this one news story. And this expert gives their opinion on the story. And then you got these people that are giving their opinions on it instead of just reporting the damn news. And then he's like, and I will sit there and watch it, and my bullshit detector is just going bullshit, 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 bullshit the whole time. I just turn it off now and just go sit and stare at a wall. Makes sense. <laughs> I, I, I get the important stuff and then I change the channel and that's why I move on to the nature channel and get bullshitted. <laughs> you know, it's like, and that's why I think about too, it's a lot of like news. Story. I mean, every, I, I, I hate how every news channel's got its like agenda now. It's just like report the damn news. Just tell me what's going on. Don't tell me why the president sucks. Don't tell me why this local politician sucks. Don't ask me why this bill going through Congress sucks. Let you be the one to decide that and they just tell you about it. For Christ's sake, we live in a country where we vote for a reason. Every person can vote. As of the mid-60s, every person can vote everywhere in the country. By the way, that's something else people wanted us to look at too. You know, a hundred years ago, only me and you could vote. Mm-hmm. Only me and you could vote. And we go back 150 years, neither one of us could vote. You know why? Why? We don't own land. That's true. 150 years ago, we could not vote because we did not own land. Now it's like, friggin' you turn 18, and they're like, would you like to go vote? You can go vote now. Yeah, the second you say, and if you try to say no, they're like, they're... Give you some of the biggest shit you've ever gotten. But, but this is the thing, though. You go back 150 years... We couldn't go vote because mm-hmm. we didn't own land. A black person could not vote at all. A woman could not vote. Although we're pretty close to, well, being at the point where they could vote, if I say 120 years. Um, you know, it. these people couldn't vote. And now it's like you go vote. Like, it's the, the older people get, the more it's dying out. You know, like, you know, 50 years ago, if we didn't go vote... I'm sure, like, your grandmother would have been, like, asshole. Mm-hmm. You know, they walk into a store, like, you know, like, someone who was, you know, was black would look at you and go, asshole, you didn't vote. You know, and, then, you know, they would think, like, well, we can't do that. But now it's like you turn 18, no matter who you are, as long as you're a citizen, you can vote. Mm-hmm. So now it's actually being kind of taken for granted. It's almost like the advances in who was able to vote kind of di- diluted the, you know, of... I know what you mean. The, like, 
You know how, like, it was like, voting, voting is a big deal. You gotta vote, 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 yeah, voting, woohoo, woohoo, voting. And now it's like everybody can vote. It's like, yeah, voting, yeah, uh, beer, sports. <laughs> I'll go do that after I go take a shit. Oh, damn, I forgot to vote today. Oh, it's only the primary by the same people that don't vote are the same ones that are going to turn around and go, man, Obama's trying to take my guns. Bush is wants Bush wants to put bugs in my house. Bill Clinton's banging all the fat chicks. Bush Senior is just he raised my taxes after saying he wasn't going to. I don't know what the hell Reagan's talking about. Why did Jimmy Carter leave those hostages in Iran for a year? Nixon was helping out his buddies who got arrested and covering up for them. LBJ got surgery on his gallbladder and didn't show the scar. JFK? Exactly. You know, it's like, and then they're like, I didn't vote. And then like every time somebody does something, I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for him. <laughs> I didn't vote for him. Everybody I voted for, I've had a problem with at some point. Okay, every every politician. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna it. run down. I will tell you from the time from the 2000 election who I voted for for president in 2000. I voted for um. I, I, I voted. Fuck, what's his name? Ralph Nader. I voted for Ralph Nader in the 2000 election because I thought I was being a rebel. Mm-hmm. And then I cried when Bush won. Um, a lot of people did. <laughs> it's like, well, I didn't really give a shit until like about three years later that he was in office. <laughs> 2001 Boston election, I voted for Peggy Davis Mullen because she helped get me into Bosco. Was she even running? Yeah, 2001. For president? No, for Mayor Boston. Oh, oh. Um, well, that was a point where, you know, Menino was uh, undefeatable. Yeah. He, honestly, if he decided he to... He still is. He still is, yeah. Mayor for life. For as much as I hear people say, like, uh, how bad he can be, people still keep voting him in. I, I, I think I think this current thing he's rocking is hilarious. Every time he comes on TV, I just call him, like... I'm like... I was like, oh, it's, uh... Like, I just can make up a middle initial for him. I'm just like, it's like, oh, TMM in his wheelchair with his polio. Because mm. he looks like friggin' FDR. It's like, oh, FDR's on the TV. It's the Italian FDR. Here oh, he's he is. already got a nickname. He's he's Mumbles. <laughs> so, okay, and then um, 2002, I don't think there was any elections I voted in. 2004, I voted for John Kerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, 2002, for governor. I voted for, um, here's a surprising one for you. Mm-hmm. I voted for Mitt Romney. Oh, okay. I voted for Mitt Romney. Because mm-hmm. I thought we needed someone who wasn't a politician who had run a business to straighten up the state. Yeah. Wow, was I wrong? Yeah. <laughs> um, 2004, I voted for John Kerry for president. Um, various other elections. Every time, well, I mean, no matter where I've lived, Steve Lynch has been my congressional representative. Mm-hmm. So when there was no, I couldn't vote for Moakley because he died in 2001. Mm-hmm. But in all the special elections I voted for, I voted for Steve Lynch. In an upcoming primary, I'm going to be voting for Steve Lynch. In the general election, I hope to God I'm voting for Steve Lynch. <laughs> Um, I probably won't be, though, is the way it looks. Um, 2006, I voted for Deval Patrick, because, um, I didn't like that other broad who was running. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, 2000, 2008, I voted for Obama. 2010, I voted for Deval Patrick. 
2012, I voted for Obama. And I'm going to say at least in the last 10 years, I really haven't been disappointed in my voting choices. I like I didn't you know regret my vote later on. Yeah. But there's been times where I've not been happy with Deval Patrick. I have not been happy with Obama. I, I haven't sure as hell I wasn't happy with Romney after a while, you know, like uh-huh. I and I'm not like, oh geez, all those people that voted for I should have voted for the other guy. I should have voted for uh should have voted for Scott Harshbarger. I should have voted for um whoever the fuck ran against um Steve Lynch. I should have voted for Kerry Healy. I should have voted for John McCain. I should have voted for well, you know, George Bush won that election, so you know, John Kerry, obviously, you know. Uh, you know, I should have voted for um you know, Mitt Romney again. Well, no, sh- uh, okay, I was disappointed if Mitt Romney is governor, so obviously I wasn't going to vote for him for president. Um, you know, like, I, I, oh, I should have voted for um, uh, Charlie Baker. You know, I, I just, no, like, I'm not, I'm not disappointed in these decisions. Like, I am, the decisions I made as a voting person I've made, you know, like, I, and I'm not going to sit there and wish that the other person was in office. Yeah. Honest to God, I if Al Gore had won the election, I do not know how Al Gore would have handled 9-11. I honestly can't say either. I don't know. Because that, that was not a thought in my mind. And I can't look back. I can't see him sitting there in that classroom in Florida. And I can't see... But I can't see him doing anything different. Yeah. I can't see... I don't want to... That's a, that's a decision I would not want to put on anybody, you know? Yeah, obviously. And, um... Oh my God, who the hell cares? Have we really reached that point in the podcast? I felt we did a little comedy after a nice long rant. <laughs> I think we've reached that point in the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's what the listeners are thinking right now, if anybody's listening to this shit at all. Oh, my God. I didn't mean to start that up again. Well, I mean, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I needed to break the mood. Yeah. All right. So, um... Oh, oh. There we go. There we uh, go. Sorry about that. Uh, a little mistake. I had a button to hit the... I, I stopped recording. Uh, yeah, because Mike's an idiot. So My you're fault. just going to hear this, like, jumping sound and be like, Wah! we're idiots. And then it's going to cu- come back in. That was my mistake. I so, apologize. Seen any good movies lately? I haven't seen anything. Oh, any good CDs come out? Honestly, I can't say. This is why we need Dave on the podcast. He's our music and movie section. He is. He's our movie, movie and music section. Yeah, yeah, he'll uh, next. Uh, maybe we can get him to join us next week, and we'll uh, yeah spend a little more time talking some entertainment. This is true. <laughs> oh, man, it was it was a good show this week. It you was. Know, we we uh, it was. <laughs> we we had a nice little. Break. I mean, the sports teams have started playing again. Like you know, like. David Ortiz even had something to say. This is my at fucking the Red city. Sox game, and um, you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's that's just how it, it we feel right now about all this stuff. And we hope you listeners continue to listen. And I'm sure, like with all the shit that's going on, we might actually get more listens this week. And um, I really hope so. And um, and uh. We would just like to sign off this week with one thing. A little uh, speech from David Ortiz. Hey, we were going to have a speech from David Ortiz from our, our guest here. Yeah, I, if it would ever fucking... Oh, man. We're, we're trying our hardest here. We apologize. Uh, we are not professionals at all whatsoever. <laughs> 
You want you want professional? Go listen to Joe Rogan or Adam Carolla's podcast. Oh, yeah, that's definitely not us. Yeah, we're about as unprofessional as you can get. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan's high on half of his podcast. I think he is. Probably is. All right, and good night, everyone. All right, all right, boss. that we wear today, it doesn't say Red Sox, it say Boston. We want to thank you, Mayor Menino, Governor Patrick, the whole police department for the great job that they did this past week. This is our city. Nobody gonna dictate our freedom. Stay strong. Thank you.